We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk Dees, here with uh, a lighter crew than normal because the number one Canadian DFS player is not able to make it this this uh, this evening on a Friday evening, so that that stinks. But uh, Toe Tag and Tambo Tyler Tambolene had some uh, personal stuff to tend to, so we're going to be missing him. But I'm back with uh, my boy Killer B two four eight two Brett Hartfield coming off of a big week. Uh, I know he did very well, uh, especially on DraftKings. Um, so uh, what's going on, Brett? Week fourteen. Yeah, going on in week fourteen, man. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so it was a really good week last week. Um, it's so funny. I mean, uh, last week you probably remember me hyping up Fitzpatrick. Uh, still loved him going into Sunday, and then we started getting talked like that. Hey, it's not going to be Fitzy. It's going to be Tua. So, I mean, you are very similar to me. We don't usually run 150 lineups, but I was all in on Fitzpatrick. So I had, I mean, I had like seven different stacks of Fitzpatrick. So I had to go in and, and I invested a lot. Um, it's been a really good, uh, 2020 for me. So, um, you know, I, I upped my investment because it's been so good. Uh, basically tax reasons wise, it's always good to gamble a little bit more in December if you're running good. So, uh, juiced up, juiced up the old investment and then also ran really good with, uh, what I ended up going with, which was a Cleveland Tennessee stack. So, um, kind of hit on a 5% Corey Davis, a 1% Richard Higgins, and had that as my main tournament team. So um, it was a top um, like 0.01% lineup. So it took down basically anything that was 200 or less. Um, And then it was, it, it was really close to a lot of money. Let's just put it that way. And I feel like I don't know how much, how closely you watched that game. And 
I know like when you get really close, like you're, when you're on the doorsteps and like you start nitpicking, like what could have been, um, there was a, the very first touchdown in that game uh, was ended up being to Jarvis Landry, but Higgins actually caught the ball. And when they showed it, that ball was over the line. And then he got hit, tackled out of the two yard line. And I'm like, Oh, okay. They'll, they'll review this. They're going to give it to him. They never reviewed it. They just ran in the next play. So if he gets that two yards, if he gets that touchdown, we're talking about, you know, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars swing, uh, most likely with uh, all the action that I had. Uh, I was already hitting like solid five figures in most of my tournaments. So um, yeah, it, it would have been a ridiculous uh, swing for me. Nice. Uh, I had a pretty disappointing weekend. Um, I lost on DraftKings. I was a moron. I went, I went like YOLO style. I went, uh, I played uh, Julio and DJ Shark in cash. Um, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm just throwing these guys in there. And mm-hmm. uh, Julio was fine. Uh, Shark just was just abysmal. Um, so that was a mistake. Um, also was uh, heavily weighted there. I, I like basically broke even on Yahoo. I, and, I, and then I won, I won. I had a really good slate on Monday, the two game Monday. Um, a lot of action on that one. Yeah, a little for that. So uh, I got it all back. But uh, week 14, this slate's pretty crazy. Um, I mean, there's just seems like there's a lot of good plays, right? Like there seems like there's just too many good plays. At least No buys. Me. No buys. Um, yeah. We got 13 games. Um, so let's just see what we got here. I mean, obviously we've got uh, Patrick Mahomes on the slate. Um, seven and a half point favorites uh, in Miami uh, against the Dolphins. Which is kind of interesting. I mean, the Mahomes has just been someone in Kelsey and Tyreek, just guys you obviously always want to go to. But uh, Miami's defense has been good, and then they're just such a uh, much slower team with Tua operating and uh, a lot of rough. both legit defenses. Yeah, both are legit. Yeah, and then uh, from there we've got we've got the Vikings atrocious defense with uh, going to Tampa uh, to a. Uh, angry Tom, I would say like, it's like, yeah, Tom, Tom's got needs to have a good game soon. And this is certainly the, the matchup for him. He's finally has that matchup where they should, you know, be able to uh, work the passing game well against uh, the Vikings. So I like that spot. Then there's uh Derek Henry and the Titans seven and a half point favorites against the Jags uh, who just talk about bad defense, who are a little bit more competent on offense with uh, Glennon at the helm. And of course, there's always James Robinson, whose workload remains ridiculous um, there. So that's, I uh, got a 52 and a half point total. Then uh, Colts travel to uh, Las Vegas. Sorry, I said Oakland uh, to play the, the Raiders uh, 51 point total there. That game's interesting because uh, could be a slow game. Uh, Oakland likes to, to take their time and uh, it does have a big total though. Um, so we'll get into that. Then uh, Seattle and Russ are on the slate against the Jets, who are just atrocious uh, defense. And everybody loves running racks against the Jets. But stop playing running back all the backs against the Jets, except now I kind of want to play a running back versus the Jets uh, because of Chris Carson. And this is just a game that they should have their way. But really, the teams can just pass at will against, against uh, the Jets. So like, that's the, the way to usually play it. But so 
we'll see how, uh, we'll talk about how Pete Carroll may uh, get into that one. Um, then an interesting game, which got a little bit less interesting, I would say, is the Falcons uh, traveling to the Chargers. I'm a 49.5 point total, but Julio's out. So, uh, yeah, it opens up some opportunities, but we know that just the Atlanta offense just is not very good with without Julio. So that's fun. And then there's uh, the uh, stat chasing, MVP chasing, uh, record chasing uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and uh, Devontae Adams. You know, both of those guys are chasing uh, records. And uh, I am fully convinced that they're, that's what they're doing. Um, because they are, anytime they are in the red zone, they are passing. Um, 100%. And so I am fully, I am full and full on belief that they, they are doing that purposely. Um, But uh, they, uh, they get a great matchup this week in the dome uh, Mm -hmm. against Detroit, uh, 55 and a half point total. So obviously that's going to be a popular place. And uh, DeAndre Swift should be back. It's kind of weird. So he's had my, so he's been really battling this uh, concussion um, and that's what held him out. He's had migraines on top of it, but uh, seems like he's back practicing. He's technically questionable with the, it's just how much, what, what are they going to do? Is he going to be just fully back or are they going to ease him in? I don't know. Um, and then there's uh, and then we get to see uh, the saints uh, with Taysom uh, and uh, slowing it down offense against uh, Philly with Jalen hurts now with uh, finally benching uh, Carson Wentz who has just been awful. Um, other than that, there's Washington who's banged up. They uh, lost uh, Antonio Gibson um, uh, in San Francisco. There's uh, Carolina certainly has some injury situation with DJ Moore out um, and uh, uh, CMC out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Robbie Anderson will be popular for sure. Mike Davis will be popular uh, playing against the Broncos who are uh, now have no longer have AJ Bouye um because of uh peds so Mm -hmm. and then uh i guess maybe i don't know are you are you gonna have any interest in uh dallas the Bengals? the Bengals offense just is putrid now um but there are some plays on the dallas side that look pretty appealing yeah with no mixing you feel i'd feel okay with it and i don't know have you taken a peek at the wide receiver prices over there i mean i mean they're just they're just cheap did you I see mean, AJ Green yeah, at 3K? He's been, yeah, he's been min price. <laughs> oh um, my god. Michael Gallup's too cheap. CD Lamb's too cheap. Um T. Higgins has a questionable mark. I don't know how serious that questionable is, but uh yeah, I mean yeah. with no he Joe Mixon a, running the ball. Only he had a quarterback though. Yeah, well, but you know, no Joe Mixon, they're gonna have to throw. They're gonna I mean Geo is not a guy that carries the rock 20 plus times. Like I feel like they're gonna have to uh they're gonna have to really utilize the pass here. So um, makes for interesting plays. I mean, AJ Green, 3K. And like he, uh, he actually got some mentions uh, in the coach speak this week. So, which is weird uh, on a team that's destined to not make the playoffs. Like, why are we talking about like our old veterans to get started, you know? Um, so, but yeah, um, just looking at this slate in general, I mean, no buys, right? So everybody's in play. Uh, a really nice seven game, uh, 12 o'clock. So, I don't know how you normally do your tournaments, cash game slates, but I, I've created everything. Um, and normally, I, I based upon the slates, I you know maybe I won't play the three o'clock if it's only a two gamer or a three gamer. I'll just focus on on the main slate or the twelve o'clock slates. 
Um, but yeah, I got action everywhere. Those are, those are one o'clock and four o'clock to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Eastern. Um, but yeah, so awesome slate. Uh, I think you, you definitely hit home, man. Like the, when the Packers are in the red zone, they're just, they're passing every single time. So, I mean, I think you can, what, what is Rogers floor for passing touchdowns even like, I mean, I feel like we'll just say the floor is two, but in reality, I think it's three. Um, and if they put up five touchdowns here, the likelihood that it's five passing touchdowns is very high. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you. They're going to, uh, they're going to try to get him the MVP. This is a spot where they're touchdown point favorites. I don't see why you, why you'd go away from a guy like Brady this week. So, or Brady, uh, uh, Rogers this week. So, uh, they have the highest point total, uh, implied as a team at 31 and a half. Uh, the over under has risen a point to 55 and a half. So, um, you know, the Kansas City Miami, I think you hit it right. Uh, if Fitzpatrick was playing that game, I would have a little bit more love for it, but with Tua struggling, not very efficient, also running the ball, uh, I, I just feel like a clock moves there. You have two really strong defenses. So I, I'm more or less avoiding that spot. Um, just finding, you know, again, like just finding spots where I think the teams are not that great, like a Tennessee Jacksonville or the Vikings Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay hasn't been playing very well. So uh, looking at those spots instead. Yep. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's do what we normally do and start off at the running back position, kind of give an overview of the plays. Um, all right. So we've got, you know, first of all, I am, I've been saying, I think I said this on last week's show, but if I didn't, I need to say it again. I'm so sick of David Montgomery slander. I've been saying it forever. Like, and he's finally like coming through and this guy, You've been all over it. He's not bad. I promise you, he's not bad. And people are finally catching on. It, it's just, it's so easy to say this guy is just terrible when you, when you have no quarterback and you're behind, your offensive line is terrible. Their coach. Uh, he's got to have one of the worst nut situations for a running back to have. Yeah. And like, it, so he finally gets two good matchups and he performs in them and uh, looked really good doing them against uh, both Green Bay and Detroit. And now comes in with, another cupcake matchup against the Texans defense. So um, I, I'm on board. He's going to be chalky this week, but really the man, the myth, the legend is Derek Henry in December. Um, he's going to be someone I want. I don't care if it's DK or FanDuel or Yahoo. Um, he's playing Jacksonville, right? Like this and he basically a got a week off last week because they were down by five touchdowns. Yeah. You know? um, yep. And so, I mean, this is, he's the total, the, the, the game script guy. And, you know, he's, you tell, he's definitely going to be breaking some, some big ones. If we go back even through the past couple of years, his fantasy points rises dramatically in December. Everybody talks about that. They say December, all that jazz, but uh, he's, he's going to go off this week. Um, now I mean, it sucks. There's ways, it there's, sucks. There's, there's, yeah. there's ways to play it obviously with Tannehill. Um, and some of the passing game again, but um, if you want to leverage the spot, but uh, he's going off. I just promise you against Jacksonville. Um, Aaron Jones is someone that's going to be gaining some popularity, but like, so this is like, I'm, I'm torn on it. Like, I don't want to touch Aaron Jones when I believe that Aaron Rodgers is the guy absolutely going for the records and and once they're in the red zone they're they're passing any touchdowns so it's i want Devonte adams um 
especially when Detroit has nobody in that secondary that can, can limit him. Um, now, granted, it's a phenomenal matchup for the running back as well. It's just he's going to be touchdown dependent in this one, and I'm going to probably play it as I think Aaron Rodgers is getting it. But it makes for a good – Pair them together, man. Pair them together. I mean, it, yeah, I guess uh, – I don't know. He's got five targets within the 10. He's got nine carries inside the five. Um, he's got an end zone share of 14.3%, uh, 100% in play. Um, the only issue that we have here is if the Packers do blow up this Detroit team, they will go with a 50-50 Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams split. Yeah, that's, so that's competitive. one issue. There's, there's, so yep. there's, there's multiple issues there, right? Like, so there's multiple pass. Like normally if they were just doing the efficient thing because of like to, you know, the, the, the path of least resistance would be to just jam Aaron Jones all game, right? Like, but they're not going to do that. And so then we have to worry about like the blowout. We have to, there's like so many different avenues where it could blow up in your face. And so I'm not sure I want to pay 7,600 for him when I can get Austin Eckler down for 7k i can get derrick henry up for 87 i can get david montgomery for 65 um i can get james robinson who's my boy and i want to play him every week although uh probably will you won't. play will i you probably play won't derrick? pair him no will I you? okay won't. you won't okay um, i mean you can they yeah you know for that to happen a, it would have to you know just go right along with what vegas says is going to happen and you know he's been utilized in the past game i mean he's got six targets each of the last two weeks so regardless, Jacksonville's always like a touchdown dog, right? So, I mean, this is set up perfectly for where they've been the last how many weeks, and he's, he's been awesome the last how many weeks. So uh, don't stop playing him. I mean, I'm not. It's just I probably won't play him with Derrick Henry. Um, mm. I, I love James Robinson. I mean, there's, he, he's, he's, he's one of the few three down backs, right? Like he's getting it all. He's got 84% snaps last Last week, 18 carries, six targets. Um, it's he's up there with uh, with touches, uh, you know, with with Derrick Henry, with Dalvin Cook. Not bad for a team that's lost 11 in a row. And they're going to continue to do it, and they'll and uh, and he works good in the past. I mean, he can do it all, and he's 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 very good. Um, mm -hmm. So James Robinson, I love. It's just like if they're both running, running, running it's probably going to be less plays, but, and then there's also the potential with like the, you know, Glennon to hit. I, I kind of like shark as like leverage off of that. Cause I think Glennon at least is, you know, he's at least taken deep ball. Uh, he's taken uh, chances. He's not very good, but he's taking chances down the field and he's certainly better than uh, anyone else that they've had. So I don't know. I, I probably, I'm probably, I'm usually a week early on plays like when I played uh, shark and cash last week. So I'm probably going to go back to him mm -hmm. again this week, but anyway, so Austin Eckler is another guy we should probably talk about. I mean, it's just, he got nine targets last week, 16 targets the week before, you know, I mean, they got blown out. They were blown out. So that just, you know, the Pat's D were just was, and that's actually a, uh, I kind of touted it to some of my friends, like we should be playing Pat's D in this spot and I didn't end up playing it. Yeah. Um, what a ridiculous day. Yeah. Um, so that was disappointing, but I, I saw the potential, but, uh, but I think the, the, the bounce back narrative is in full effect uh, this week and uh, against Atlanta. Now Atlanta has been really good against the run and uh that's been a big focus on them, but they still give it up through the passing game. And like uh, Justin Herbert has been 
extremely inefficient going far down the field and very efficient, you know, on, on uh, closer, you know, under 10 yard pass plays, which is going to be Eckler and, and Keenan Allen. So I, I, I feel very strongly on both of those guys having big games, at least in the passing game. Yeah. Currently in my projections, like different sites that I use for projections, Austin Eckler is popping and I believe he shouldn't be popping. So I actually lowered everything on him. Uh, now we talked, we talked about this uh, pre-show, but uh, Justin Jackson looks like he's coming back. You didn't seem to be like, I don't think it thinking matters. that's a big deal. And I, don't I think it is because I think that the chargers are a playoff team and they want the, they want these guys healthy. So I, I, I don't think Eckler, um, if you remember how they started out the year, it, it was timeshares big time between these running backs. I feel like, they're going to try and keep these guys healthy 100%. Um, and Eckler is not going to see the huge work. Uh, this is just what I'm thinking. He's not going to see the huge work share. And Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta's defense has been easily the best defense versus running back. Uh, yeah, but, are, they, but they give it up through the pass and the short checkdowns. I mean, their DVP versus running backs on the season has been easily the best. Out of, and, like, we're talking, like, like far uh, – far the toughest versus a running backs. So I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't like the matchup. I don't like anything. I don't like that. I'm just not, I won't have any percentage of Eckler this week and that could come to bite me, you know, but. Well, we disagree. I'll have them. Um, but uh, anyways, so then who else are you, who are some of the other guys that you're looking at? Yep. So I think uh, right up top, uh, you hit it with, with Henry. Um, Delvin Cook, I don't know how popular he'll be. I mean, everybody knows to kind of avoid Tampa Bay defense, especially versus running backs. Um, it sucks that we lose Christian McCaffrey. Um, would have loved, uh, you know, obviously play him at probably reduced uh, ownership. But yeah, Henry's going to be the guy if you pay up 100%. Um, I think at the mid sevens, uh, both Robinson and Jones are in play. I'll be having shares of them. Uh, Chris Carson, I know you said uh, the Jets just keep playing uh, passing um, or keep keep playing quarterbacks and wide receivers versus the Jets. And I kind of agree, but Lockett, man, is hurt. And they do not look good at all throwing the ball. So give me a bunch of shares of Chris Carson. I'm right there with you on David Montgomery. Keep playing this guy. Uh, the Like everything is starting to come around uh, for him. And I think even at 6,500, he's still too cheap. We got him at 5'5 five, five last week. So I think at 6'5, he's not going to be that highly owned. Um, and, then, and then once we start dipping below, like I probably won't have any shares of Zeke. I think they're, you know, the funny thing is the NFC uh, East is still up for grabs. So they still have a lot to play for. Uh, I mean, Dallas is, I, I guess I don't even know what that division looks like, to be honest with you. I, I I knew Philly was in the lead. I don't exactly, I think Washington might be in the lead now. Um, but regardless, that whole division is still able to be won by all four teams. Um, so Zeke at 6'6", six, six, it's just a price point play. Uh, but man, I mean, has, there, has a guy looked more just not involved, like doesn't really give a crap? Um, I think Kamara makes for a great uh, GPP play at 7-1. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll definitely have, uh, some shares there. Um, I'd rather have Kamara, uh, for sure than Austin Eckler this week. Um, not only do I think Kamara will outscore Eckler, but then I also think you're going to get, I mean, you're going to get such, you know, lower percentage. 
Um, and I'll throw it back to you for like uh, mid-tier guys. So like um, under uh, under the David Montgomery range, so under 6,500, what are you looking at? I'm going to go back to Eckler really quickly. Yeah. Um, some of my points. So they, they are ex- extremely tough to produce on the ground uh, against, and I, I know that, but they're also very attackable through the air and through the checkdowns. And they've given up the um, – They've given up four uh, touchdowns to, to receiving backs so far this season. There have been backs that have had good games against them. You, you, uh, Mike Davis went off for 29.9. He had 10 targets in that game, nine receptions. Like, you're looking for guys that can get, get targets and receptions. Uh, Kamara was, was doing fine last week against him. I played him last week. Um, it just he doesn't get the targets anymore with Taysom, which, which really hurt him. Um, but he could have had a much bigger game. He left a lot on the table. Um, and, you know, so, so basically I think they're, they've allowed the ninth most fancy points through the air. So to running back. So it's just, it's just whether, you know, a lot of these other teams have just, it's just been such smooth sailing for them to just attack them through the pass. I don't think that's the key. I think Keenan Allen is certainly makes, makes sense, but I think it's what Justin Herbert is going to be, you know, having these like lower a dot uh, shots, he's going to be working like those small passes and he's going to be working it with Keenan Allen and Eckler. Like there's no other running back. Like he's one of the few guys that can get a ton and also uh, a, a ton of catches and ton of, you know, targets. Also all only thing about Justin Jackson, who wasn't seeing much of a workload anyway, just said that there's a chance is activated for week four. It doesn't sound like he's practicing. Doesn't sound very, any, doesn't sound very good for for to me that he's going to be back in this game i'm actually expecting him not to be back um and so i just see i just think his price is there and there's just room for for upside there with if you get him in the passing game uh, Curious, yeah, are you are you just throwing out last week's game you kind of just i mean obviously yeah, that there was just a awful game it was just a mm-hmm. horrendous game they were terrible they got abused uh herbert was off belichick just abused them uh rookie quarterbacks that's what he does and uh, New England was up there, defense up play. Then, so then once the game was out of hand, it was done. It was over. Like there was just nothing in that game. So, so Sunday I, comes, Sunday comes and Justin Jackson is healthy and active. Uh, they have Blage active. And then they have that uh, Josh, uh, whatever his name is, Jackson or whatever. Uh, what, uh, what do you do? Uh, anything change? Josh Kelly. Yep. Uh, anything change for you? Then? It doesn't change. I think his role is, I think Eckler's role is secure. Okay. And he's got the, he's the role, he's the role of what I want to attack. They still need a win. So, I mean, they should be playing their best guys, right? Yeah. Which is Eckler. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's my only thing. So like, maybe, maybe consider him. And I'll, I'll, I'll look to pick him apart too. And I'll take what you said, obviously into consideration, but at this point, I'm still gung ho on Eckler. Um, but sorry, you said so. What are, what other guys besides David Montgomery? Yeah. So, so I mean, again, like I'm also looking at like the percentage zone, right? At RG, we have Eckler at twenty point one. He's again, he's popping in all the projection systems that I use. Uh, I'm just way, way uh, below that. So um, I, I feel like we've talked about basically everybody up until six and uh, six point five. So um, guys that I'm looking at in like the five K range. Well, we didn't uh, really talk about Mike Davis much. Oh yeah, we didn't. Um, yeah, right. So Mike Davis, I mean, 6,400. 
Okay, compare him and versus David Montgomery. Uh, what do you like better there? I mean, I, I like David Montgomery, but you're going to get probably a little bit lighter ownership on Mike Davis. People are he's kind of out of favor now. Mm-hmm. He's coming off the the bye, right? He's got. We have to assume he's probably a little bit healthier now. Like he was going through that stretch where he was completely banged up and he was completely inefficient. Um, so I'm assuming he's healthier now, and this might be a kind of a, a better spot to attack him. And this, that's what's the offense going to be without DJ Moore, without CMC? It's going to be Anderson and Mike Davis and uh, some Samuel, right? Yep, and, uh, 100%. This game could could kind of sneaky shoot out, I think, because, you know, obviously Carolina's D is, is attackable too. And uh, I think Denver can put up some points in this game. Yeah, I mean Denver. Denver is pretty healthy. I want to say um, they got Judy. Uh, squeaky, ne- squeaky wheel narrative on yeah. uh, Judy too, who was, was disappointed. He wasn't utilized at all recently. Um, yeah, I can see this, especially with uh, how cheap the parts are here. You know, like uh, this is your classic. Like if if you uh, listen to Blender, this would be your perfect uh, you know vomit stack right here. I mean, Bridge is so Bridgewater's health is a concern, but uh, I think he's fine. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the vomit part would be like Bridgewater, and but, yeah, but uh, there's a lot Locke, of Carolina pieces. I, I, I mean, I, I would play Locke here. I, th- I think there's a, gr- a lot of Carolina pieces too. Like, I mean, Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel, uh, with no DJ Moore, uh, with no C Mac. I know those guys. Anderson's gonna be mega chalk. Yeah. I mean, he's still 6,200 on uh, DraftKings for not – what has he done the last, what, five weeks? I don't I don't feel like he's done much. I guess he's – 19 yeah. against uh, – The targets are still there, though. I mean, 7, 9, 6, 13, 8, 8, 5, 13, 11. So, um, you would think – you would think the lion's share now goes to Robbie Anderson. And then Curtis Samuel, I think, will go right back to, hey, let's, let's give this guy the ball in unique spots. He'll probably have three to four carries. Um, he'll probably have like five to eight targets. So yeah, I, I like, I like the spot for Samuel too. And, uh, Denver 22nd DVOA versus the run. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I feel pretty confident with, um, Mike Davis this week, hoping that people still think he's bad, um, after that really brutal stretch that he, uh, has gone through. Um, another guy we should probably mention is, uh, JD McKissick. You know, there's so, I mean, there's Peyton Barber and there's McKissick now for the backfield um, against uh, San Fran. McKissick's targets are just insane. He, you know, you saw that, I mean, you saw what happened. Gibson was going to run all over Pittsburgh. I don't care what anyone mm-hmm. said. People thought it was a brutal matchup. I was so pissed because I had the nuts on like that. Uh, Serious, do you think McKissick's role changes at all? Uh, Does Peyton Mar- Barber just I don't, step I, right in? I don't know if, uh, so. I, I I kind of lean towards McKissick role doesn't change whatsoever. I kind of lean that he gets a tiny bit of an increase. It doesn't change as like a monster role. Now he has been very efficient on his rushing attempts. Um, not last week, but that was a brutal matchup and a, just a tough mm-hmm. spot to put him in. And he was efficient through the air, but overall he's been, uh, been very efficient when he's actually ran the ball. But uh, I mean, Peyton Barber will be the goal line guy. Um, but like those targets should be there for him. Like, and he's just, it just, it's just tough to stop him in the passing game um, for those little checkdowns. And that's, that's pretty much all that's, that's there. 
My only question is, does Peyton Barber uh, catch the ball also like Antonio Gibson um, in, in this role? Because if he does at 4,400, I, personally, I, I mean, Barber is going to see three he's so times. Bad. He's so bad in the passing game, though. Yeah, he sees, he's going to see, what, three times more carries than J.D. McKissick? Like, if you had to do uh, RB share there, would you say 75-25? I don't, I'd probably lean like 60-40, 60-40, 65-35. If you believe it's 60-40, then I think McKissick is 100%. And I think it display. also depends on how effective Barber is, if he's just getting – if he just looks awful and getting getting shut down, they'll just lean. They'll go more McKissick, I think. Yeah, they'll probably be yeah. forced to. I lean. I lean that Barber steps into almost the Gibson role a hundred percent, and then uh, like he becomes the play more so than McKissick. I mean, McKissick is still a great play regardless. I mean, the guy's gotten what uh, triple digit, uh, triple digits, <laughs> double digit targets three of the last five weeks. So yeah, ten targets last week, fifteen four weeks ago and 14, five weeks ago. So, I mean, the guy is basically uh, playing wide receiver, Alex Smith, noodle arm, can't throw it down the field. Mc- McKissick's a great play. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Now, with um, Josh Jacobs out again, most likely, what are your thoughts now with uh, Devontae Booker after a, a big bust spot uh, last week against the Jets? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, I don't like, I have like a crew of guys that I talk to about this and I, I said, I do not like Devonte Booker. Um, and I still played Devonte Booker last week in spots. Uh, I think he's a suit, like just not a talented back right now. He gets Indianapolis. Who's, I guess they're not like crazy great versus uh, running backs. Like you can't really throw on Indianapolis, but uh, I mean, I don't know it, the spot, the spot is it should be uh, tougher than the Jets. I don't know. The Jets are, are pretty good against the running backs, though. So, I don't know. Um, I, I guess I guess I don't have a strong feel uh, on Devontae Booker right now. Um, but I lean towards not having exposure, especially in a 13-game slate. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, it, it is a tough matchup for sure. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm interested to go back just because of an ownership play. Um, I think the, the usage is there and I think that it just made more sense for them and they had to pass it. Um, and the jets have been good against the run. I think that uh, this will be a more balanced attack this week. And it could, I think Booker's performed adequately throughout the season. It was just a brutal game last week. Um, so I'll probably go back to a little bit. Um, who else is there? Gaskin, oh, fifty six hundred. There's Jonathan Taylor on the other side. Yep. Yeah, Gaskin. Talk about both of those guys. Uh, yeah. So Jonathan Taylor, uh, he didn't play two weeks ago because it was contact uh, tracing, right? So he didn't have the COVID fog, right? So he stepped right in. Um, Sixteen opportunities. Like, I know a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, I should have played him." He, it's still a three man backfield, and you can. Uh, consider this a four-man backfield because they're bringing in Jacoby Brissett uh, to run plays in the red zone. So I I know a lot of people are like, oh, Jonathan Taylor smashed last week. Oh, that's awesome. Look at the rush attempts. 13 for Jonathan Taylor, six for Naheem Hines, five for Jordan Wilkins. Look at the targets, three for Taylor, three for Hines, two for Wilkins. Um, Then you look at the, uh, you look at Brissett coming in on the red zone opportunities, running the ball. It's just like, 
his touchdown equity is super low. It's a three-way backfield. I'm not in on this spot. Like, I don't know. Like, they're they're not giving him the rocket like a high percentage of the time. Yeah, they're they're a run-first team as they should be, but this is a three-man backfield that now is bringing in like these red zone looks with Brissett. Like, so no, I'm not there. I mean, the the workload has certainly gone down for Hines lately, and uh, Wilkins is kind of. I mean, it's he's kind of a nuisance. That he does steal a little bit, but I don't know. It's certainly a good matchup for him. His price is still good. He's been uh, efficient as of late. He's come on as of late. Um, it's still a hot hand situation, and if they would just do the hot hand more often, like then he becomes a decent tournament play. I think he's a good time tournament play. Um, Gaskin, though, mm-hmm. are you going to be? Uh, I mean, he man, he he. Rough, uh, rough sledding last week with him uh, inside the the red zone. Just couldn't oh couldn't get it. Yeah, um, him and, and Tua, Zeke, man. Yeah, and Tua is just. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it sucks without without Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick would have this offense humming. But uh, yeah, but I mean this. Go ahead. Everybody's out. Uh, so um, Ahmed is is out for for this week. Um, and is DeAndre Washington still out? I don't know. Uh, Washington's in and Laird's in. Okay. I don't really care about Laird, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean. He, 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 he does own the backfield here. It's just, do you want to invest in this situation? Like, it's a tough game, man. I mean, this uh, Kansas City, like, you're hoping he catches a lot out of the backfield. Like, his first game back, uh, he had all the usage in the world. He had 21 uh, carries two two targets. Uh, I mean, if you can pencil in twenty three uh, opportunities for a guy at five point six, that's great. But you know, Kansas City—that's the one thing. Kansas City has really just tried to stop the pass this whole year, and they've been giving it up uh, via the run. So, um, project that forward. Yeah, I, I do like Gaskin, and I definitely like Gaskin a lot more than Jonathan Taylor. It's just the overall game concept of like stacking this game. I'm not. I, I don't love. Uh, but I will have some shares of uh, Gaskin. Just don't love this game in general. It's just the workload that I love, right? So he got 23 touches. He's averaging like over 21 touches over his last six games. He's the, – the Chiefs, like that's – teams have been effective at least running the ball against them. The problem is is that they've held them um, from uh, from getting touchdowns to Vax, and that's uh, certainly uh, – an issue it was an issue for last week for for Gaskin, but I mean it's 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 just the workload. It's the the they're going to have to at least do some production against Kansas City. Kansas City is a good defense for sure, but like I think like most of the production is going to come from the from the ground. Um, his price is cheap. Plus, uh, he's utilized in the passing game, which is nice. The Chiefs third most yards per target against uh, running backs against the Chiefs, so. Yeah, I like I like Gaskin. Yeah, I don't know I can, how po- I, how popular is he going to be. What are we uh, projecting? Uh, let's see, Gaskin, we got at thirteen point three percent, thirteen point three at RG. So, um, I think that's about right. Yeah, I bet you like fifteen 
ish. Yep. Mike Mike Davis is at eight point two. I expect him to be a lot higher than eight point two. Eight point three. If he's not, I'm going to hammer that. Yeah, I think like ten. I th- well, I'm hoping he'll be like ten percent, and then I'm just going to hammer some, mm-hmm. which is yep. what I was thinking. Yep. Um, Wayne Gallman. This dude just gets it done. Too like, Wayne. Yeah. I, I, he gets it done. Another 135 yards last week rushing <laughs> against uh, the Seahawks, who are tough. Like I, like I said every week, it doesn't matter with matchup with this guy. Like, look, listen to this. You know, Seattle, Philly, Washington, Tampa Bay, Philly, those are all extremely tough defenses. He's gone mm-hmm. for at least uh, at least 13 fantasy points. He didn't get uh, – it was Morris who got in the end zone, which is a – which is a buzzkill with like more stealing some of that work, but like this is Gallman's backfield. Um, the this is a good matchup, um, you know. From uh, the the Cardinals defense has not looked very good whatsoever as of late. Um, let me pull up Arizona here. Uh, they the path of least resistance was on the ground against them. I just think that, you know, that the Giants are just going to feed Gallman, just keep it going here. And he's, nobody plays this guy, and he just continues to get it done. So, to me, he's a, another good good tournament play. Yeah, I haven't rostered him really all year, and I'm probably not going to roster him again. So, uh, the people that have gone there have definitely profited because running back spots have definitely blown up. Um, you know, they just haven't been that great. So, um, yeah, he's been, he's been amazing in the 4Ks. And now he's, he's been uh, – last week he was 5'6", now he's 5'7". Uh, yeah, I'll be off him this week. But, uh, I mean, he, he really hasn't burned you at all this whole stretch. So they, He's also utilizing the passing game. They've allowed – Arizona allowed the fifth most yards per target. They're, they're missing Corey Peters. Um, who was a, a good line guy for them, you know, and, the, and teams have run more uh, since he's been, been out. So it just feels like Gallman's going to get a lot of work this week to me. And so I'm, I've got him down circled as someone at low ownership that I want to play because I always end up talking myself off of this guy, but like he's been nothing but consistent and he's run bad with like the touchdown equity. So that's the guy I want. Um, who else? Gio Bernard. Let's, uh, let's actually talk about both those guys, uh, Gio and Zeke. I don't know if you really touched on Zeke at all, but uh, I, I don't think I'm going to have too many shares of either one of these running backs. Um, I don't have really a strong feel. Gio, Gio, I, I'm more on Gio. And in fact, I do like stacking this game. Um, and I, if, if I'm going to buy a running back, it's going to be Gio. Um, but I think I like grabbing the offenses through the air here. Um, again, Brandon Allen looks terrible. In fact, I think like, let's see, what was his final stand line? Uh, he had a 153 yards and I believe like 75 of those came on one play and it was just strictly, was that T Higgins that took it to the house? Um, it was just like a, a really quick pass and, you know, T broke it. So yeah, I mean, Allen sucks, but it's, it's the, op, uh, the, uh, opportunity that are uh, me thinking that they're going to be passing quite a bit. Um, and Dallas's defense is just like, you know, brutal on the season. So uh, two really, really terrible teams here. Uh, both kind of, you know, don't have their starting quarterbacks anymore. 
I think this is an okay, uh, another okay vomit stack here um, to kind of just uh, buy a cheap Michael Gallup. Uh, I, who knows if T Higgins is going to play, but yeah, Tyler Boyd, we already talked about AJ Green being 3K, even CD Lamb at 4,800. I mean, come on, there's so many dirt cheap options and talented wide receivers that uh, all they need is a sliver of daylight to take a 75 yard pass to the end zone. Yeah, I love the passing game off. So I, I love, so first, I always talk about William Jackson every week. I believe he's really good. He's the only good real like standout piece on the Cincinnati um, defense. He's going to be uh, shadowing Amari Cooper, which is going to leave a lot for CD lamb and Michael Gallup, a lot of opportunities. Um, both of these guys um, are capable of having big games. Um, Gallup just had a big game the other night. Uh, Andy Dalton is passing a lot. They're passing more than, uh, than you would expect. So makes you, that's, that's the, the preferred area. Now Zeke, I'm, I was interested in Zeke for sure in this game when I saw it. And then, then you get the, 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 he popped up on the injury report with the calf. And so uh, I was worried about him a little bit and I don't know what to think. So like, there's no reason to like, like to really push it with this guy. And they're definitely giving Pollard uh, more opportunity and Pollard is, good in my opinion i know a lot of people there's a lot of pollard stands out there and they all talk crap about zeke and whatnot but i'm kind of like middle of the road in there i mm-hmm. think i do think pollard is really good um but uh zeke still leads the uh the league with 18 carries inside the five yard line so he's like still getting those oh my god that first down and one on the one and then he had three carries in a row where he lost minus one yards it was just like oh. yeah Classic. And, and, That's and exactly their, their his line, season. And their line has been just banged up and just, you know, mm. so it's, it's, their team has been awful. They haven't had a quarterback. Their line's been bad and he's been bad. He was fumbling like crazy, you know, and just been terrible. Yep. But uh, I think the opportunity is there um, for, I think he's a good GPP player this week. By the way, that was Tyler Boyd that took that 72 yarder to the, the house last week. It was a pretty sweet play, but yeah, I mean, don't don't put that under you know Brandon Allen being any good like that was just a, a quick pass that he took to the house so it's it's, it's the price man Andy Dalton fifty five hundred Brandon Allen forty nine hundred uh, both these defenses are terrible especially for, uh, uh, versus the pass um, give me some Geo Bernard shares at running back but I think you can mix and match all these wide receivers um, the last that we'll the touch on um, I mean uh, I do think Melvin Gordon is an interesting GPP play against Carolina. Um, he's someone that I think could go off for a big game at like really minuscule ownership. I also think DeAndre Swift, if it may completely bite you and he may not get much workload at all, and you'll be like, I'm an idiot for playing this guy. But if this guy goes back to a full workload where they were, were, were like just like he was just taking over, and if they, they do him against, uh, do that against Green Bay, then absolutely sign me up. I mean, anybody like Green Bay has that's one thing you can do on them is, is run the ball. We saw David Montgomery well, was very successful. They've uh, had a, a lot of guys been very successful. That was who Dalvin cook went for 48 fantasy points against. Uh, I mean, Montgomery just put up 25. Um, I mean, they've given up tons of product Camara earlier in the season for 44 fantasy points. So like, wouldn't shock me at all if they, you know, Deandre Swift, 
got his full role if, if he just went absolutely off because he's someone I absolutely believe in. But there is this cloud over injury. So, but sometimes that makes for a really good GPP plays, you know, if they are fine. So he's someone I have, you know, circled down to like keep keep up on news with and to see what uh, ownership is going to project because I don't think anyone's really planning on playing him whatsoever. Yeah, there's a few spots under 5K that I want to just touch on. Um, it, Leonard Fournette at 4,500. Uh, this is still Ronald Jones' backfield, at, at least running the ball. But if you look at Leonard Fournette's uh, routes run, his target share, um, he's kind of been a beast in the passing game. Uh, he's also getting still quite a few high-value opportunities. Uh, three, three targets inside the 10, six uh, carries inside the 5. Routes run the last uh, two weeks, 19-24. Um, so he's, he's getting the uh, targets uh, as the third down back in this offense. Um, we know how much Tampa Bay has been struggling. So if they're coming from behind, you know, Fournette's going to be utilized quite a bit here. And then uh, <laughs> it's an ugly spot, but uh, we got to talk about the Jets running backs too real quick. Uh, if Frank Gore is ruled out, uh, a guy by the name of Ty Johnson took over this backfield and he actually looked really good, or at least he just got a ton of opportunity. 24 opportunities last week, 22 carries, two targets at 4,700 at Seattle. They're two touchdown dogs. Do you want to have any shares of Ty Johnson? With Gore back or if Gore? If, oh, so Grant, Frank Gore right now is, is highly questionable. I don't know if his 36-year-old body can come back. but I thought I read that he was they were expecting him to play. Um, God, that guy is a beast. Let me uh, just Yeah, so sure Gase said he expects, the, expects Gore to suit up against Seattle. Okay. Because I, I know he was going through concussion protocols. So uh, I didn't know if he cleared the concussion protocols, but okay. But uh, Johnson is certainly better. But really, the play in this game is going to be Perryman, unless there's going to be yeah. some mm-hmm. low-owned play. But um, all right. There and Crowder, some... Crowder's still questionable, right? Oh, and, uh... another piece uh, to watch. Uh, um, Kenyon Drake has popped up on the injury report with a hip. Um, huh. Did uh, have a limited practice on Friday. Um, so, I mean, I would love to get Chase Edmonds. Mm. But uh, that's something to watch. But I don't know. I think we've gone through pretty much. Yeah, through. I think we've crushed it now. Um, all right. Let's uh, over to quarterback to start our stacks. Patrick Mahomes. Um, pass heavy offense. Just an unbelievably talented, great quarterback that's going to put up a lot of fantasy points for you. Going to be extremely popular. He's also extremely expensive, also a tough defensive matchup. But um, he's going to be pretty chalky, chalky I think. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be chalky. Um, I think I lean Rodgers there um, just because of the little bit of price savings, and I just I think he's going to you know put up some points in this one. Uh, Justin Herbert, Ryan Tannehill, Russell Wilson – Matt Stafford was actually chucking the ball last week, 42 pass attempts uh, against Chicago in a tough matchup, 30 fantasy points. Um, now uh, in a game where he's going to have to keep up with uh, Rodgers, that's kind of that's kind of interesting to me. But um, and then the uh, the 
the guy that I really want to play, but I'm not sure I'm going to be able to click the name is Trubisky. Um, Houston yeah, is buddy. just garbage. But like, I, I, I love him. Trubisky this week. I love yeah. him. Um, so th- those are – oh, and the guy that's going to uh, – one of my, my buddies is all over Tom Brady this week, um, and I have to agree. I, I mean, I just think that like it just sets up perfectly for him. So it sets up – you know, I mean, the, the Vikings – it's just their secondary has been so brutal all season. So um, Godwin and Brown have extremely plus matchups this week. Evans has a very, uh, a decently plus matchup. Um, and, and Gronk has a plus matchup and Brady has just taken off so much abuse after this rough stretch that this seems like the ultimate get right Tom Brady spot uh, this week for me, um, at least. So that those are the guys I'm most interested in. Um, who's your favorite kind of of that bunch? Yeah, I mean, you definitely touched on Mahomes. Again, overall, I will be under the field on Mahomes. Just don't like that game in general. I, I just – I think my uh, defense is just so legit. Uh, but Russ, uh, if there's a get-right spot, it's for Russ. Um, so I like actually both the passing and the running game – but probably not both in the lineup. I don't know how many Russell Wilson, Chris Carson lineups I'll have, but um, I'm going to have quite a bit of shares because this offense has not looked good and they're the second highest implied on the slate. So um, should be interesting to see where ownership comes in here, but um, yeah, I'm going to have plenty of Russ. I love Rogers. Uh, Deshaun man just keeps on going. Like, uh, I mean, what an impressive game uh, last week. They should have won that game. Um, but, yeah, like, doesn't matter that Brandon Cooks is his wide receiver, wide receiver one. He still makes it happen. Um, he is starting to run the ball more. Uh, seven attempts, eight attempts, six, eight, ten, seven, the last, what, five, six weeks. So, um, he's running the ball. Like, his floor is ridiculously good. Um, yeah, I I, I like Deshaun in a game that I don't mind stacking it, uh, either. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I lean with you uh, on the Trubisky side of things here at 5,600. You're getting a 2K uh, price dec- decrease from Deshaun to Trubisky. And I believe like two years ago, Trubisky was in the millionaire lineup um, at least three times, maybe four. Like it was ridiculous. And I, I feel like this is just a high ceiling play for Trubisky. So yeah, going to have plenty of shares there. I'm going right back to the well with Justin Herbert uh, at 6,800 versus Atlanta. I actually like stacking this game, too, because I feel like I know where the offense is coming from in this game. Uh, you're right, Matt Ryan has looked like crap without Julio, but I still I still like these other pieces um, in Atlanta. And, I mean, we, we know where the ball is going uh, in L.A., uh, just throw out last game. I mean, you, you're still fine uh, rolling with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, um, Hunter Henry, and then Atlanta with no uh, Julio. I mean, it's, it's Ridley. It's, you know, Gage. I mean, you, you can throw in Christian Blake in that, um, and then Hayden Hurst. So I think, I think this offense, and, and like I said, I'm not going to be big on either running back here. I know you're, you got a lot more love for Eckler and Gurley, but I expect a lot of passing in this spot. And, you know, we're in December now. we got to really worry about where these games are being played. Uh, this game's being played in L.A. So um, I like this. Yeah, I like, I like this game a lot, actually, now that I um, kind of uh, analyzed it a little bit more. 
Um, what else? What are you, else are you seeing at quarterback? Uh, anything else that's popping? Lower Maybe Jalen Hurts. Why don't you talk about Jalen Hurts uh, getting uh, his I, first career I, start? I can't. I can't trust him. I don't know. Um, did you, you you saw his uh, what he did in college, right? His uh, his rushing numbers are ridiculous, right? And he's yep. fifty one hundred. Yeah, he can rush. Um, I'm tough matchup to throw him throw him in. Right you will have one lineup, Jalen Hurts, though. Maybe. You will. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just tough with the Saints. I just don't trust. I, I, it's just like the weapons, the, the way that they're utilized. I mean, why are they going back to Alshon Jeffrey? Dude, how ugly of a game is this going to be? You have Jalen it's gonna Hurts. Be the, it's it's, it's going to be the Taysom slowest. Hill. It's going to be the slowest game on the face of the earth. It's Tim Tebow the second versus Tim Tebow the third going at each other. Yeah, I'm not really interested, although I am interested in Mike uh, – Glennon. Um, Glennon, no. Oh, well, what Mike Mike are we talking about here? Oh, okay. (laughs) You said Mike and we're talking quarterbacks, baby. I thought you wanted to go back to get some Jacksonville shares. He's actually looked okay. Um, Deshaun Watson is going to be extremely low owned against uh, the Bears and – the Bears tough, but, like, they're not – David Johnson out. They're not going to have success running the, the football against the Bears with Vince Johnson. Yep, that's what I was thinking too. And um, going to get a lower ownership spot for Sean Watson. So, and uh, Stafford just put up 30 on him. I, like, so that interests me. I think one big thing too that DFS people probably don't take in effect is when your workhorse running back is out. Um, that affects everything that affects what you can call that affects like play calling. Right. So um, in Cincinnati with no Joe Mixon, um, I expect the pass to rush ratio to go up and exactly what you just said right there. Um, Like, like these offenses that lose a big part of who they are uh, when they're fully healthy. um, Like I kind of want to, I want to buy, you know, the pieces that they're missing like, I want to go the exact opposite way, right? So Deshaun Watson, with no David Johnson as their main ball carrier, like, they're going to have – he's not – he's going to have to run the ball more, right? We've already seen his floor go ridiculously high. He doesn't have, like, his same wide receivers, right? So he's scrambling more. Um, but this this defense, this Chicago defense is nothing. Like, I mean – I still think he gets it done and he's going to get it done. The offense is hundred percent going to come through Deshaun Watson. It's not going to come through the ground whatsoever. So. Yep. Uh, agree. Um, I'm interested. I think I already said it, but I'm interested in Drew Locke just because I, I think this game is going to blow up. I think this Denver Carolina game is going to end up putting points up. And you're kind of, you're kind of making me like it more and more the more you talk about it. It's just it's just standing out to me. I just have that feeling that it's just going to end up it's going to be points scored, and uh, I don't know. I like I do like Melvin Gordon, but I like uh, I think Locke is cheap and can get there, you know, um, in kind of a similar way that he did in against uh, Atlanta back in uh, week nine, was it? But like um, he it was kind of garbage time comeback, but. Um, I could see that playing out here again with them on the road because I just think that their defense without Bouye now is just going to be 
giving up points if Teddy if Teddy can can uh, be efficient, which I think he can with even though he's uh, doesn't have DJ Moore. I think their offense still has enough uh, weapons to to uh, put up some points here. So you seemed- you did touch on Stafford a little bit. I know he went for four hundred yards and three touchdowns, um, and that was versus the Bears, right? So yep. I mean, we're talking Deshaun Watson versus the Bears, um, and that was in Chicago. Uh, are you back in on Stafford at 5,700 versus Green Bay? Yeah, um, I'll, have, I'll have some stacks. This offense has not looked efficient since Galladay has been gone. Like, I mean, their last five weeks have been pretty brutal um, efficiency-wise. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he can still I get mean, there. He, he threw for 400 yards against the Bears last week. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it for should, 42 times, yeah. Should, should be uh, a little bit smoother sailing um, in inside at home against green bay uh i do like that swift is you know if you know i've already said that i like swift if he's uh sure he's gonna be back and i think swift is pretty good in the passing game um and i they just got like they i just hope that they're they've just stopped running these stupid running backs that they keep feeding so with last week was a good indication Mike Glennon versus uh, Jalen Hurts. Who are you more likely to play? At fifty one hundred, both are at fifty one hundred. Glennon gets a really good matchup versus Tennessee. I think this is a a very underrated matchup. Glennon's actually looked pretty good, uh, pretty efficient. Um, Twenty of thirty five, so not very good actually. Twenty eight of forty two is like sixty five, sixty six percent last week. Had a couple interceptions. I don't know. The neck, the neck is looking all right. I, I, I don't mind him uh, in very cheap stacks. Uh, let's see who is healthy right now for the wide receivers. So you, I mean, it looks like they got everybody healthy. Colin Johnson has stepped into the starters role. Uh, Chanel got hurt. So kind of look into that, but Conley is definitely the, uh, the fifth man. He's the odd man out. So they're doing a lot of four wide receiver sets. Chanel got hurt in the first half, so didn't get a lot of uh, playing time. But, dude, Colin Johnson, he's the guy. He's uh, 3,600 still. Um, keep, like, I know I brought this up last week with Tambo, but, like, when you get these backup quarterbacks that come in, a lot of times they have a really good uh, thing with, like, you know, fourth, fourth string, fifth string wide receivers. And that's what this Colin Johnson kid is. And he's, like, athletic as all can be. So – um, I, I'm still all about, uh, Colin here. Um, I like DJ shark. Um, I, I like, boy. I, yeah, I, I like Glennon. Glennon and Locke would be my two fifty one hundred guys. I guess you could play some Hearst. I'm just not buying it yet. Um, but, um, the most, so Titans allowed the most passing touchdowns in the league this is a team that you can definitely pass on this is a they don't really have would you want would you want a 6-6 wide receiver to throw to because that's colin johnson yeah i mean i like it but uh, <laughs> dj shark has got to be a, a a matchup uh it's got to be pretty positive for his metrics too as well let's pull up on him if we look at uh, Enzo target share, uh, Colin Johnson actually leads the team, and he's only really played the last few weeks. So he leads the team at 23.1% uh, end zone target share on the season. And, like, nobody knew who Colin Johnson was uh, before week 12. So that kind of shows you. And 
His air yards, 41%, 27%. I know air yards, you know, you can make fun of air yards, uh, especially when they're Mike Glennon air yards, but his target share, uh, 24%, 14.6%. I mean, he leads the team in uh, target share the last two weeks. Uh, he's ridic- He's still priced way too low at 3,600. So, uh, yeah, then I'll, I'll write him down. I'll, I'll play some of him. Yeah, he's, he's 100% in play. All right, that's – I mean, maybe I – I don't really – I mean, maybe Taysom, I don't know. I, I can't – Stay away from that game. Yeah, Two running I'm all, quarterbacks. I'm all set with uh, – I think, I think I've touched on every, everybody that I might play. Yeah, um, I think I'm good too. Uh, yeah. Really, that game is so ugly, that New Orleans at Philly. Like – I still think it goes under 43. Um, the over-under is 43. I just don't know. The, the, the clock is going to be constantly running with these two quarterbacks at play. Like, there's not going to be a lot of pass attempts. Um, what do you th- – is Kyler just hurt? I mean, yeah. It, I feel like that – the Arizona offense and the Seattle offense the last, what, month have both looked just awful. Like, what, who's looked worse, Seattle or Arizona? It's like both of those teams have just looked brutal. Like, Russ is nowhere near MVP talks. Uh, either is Kyler Murray. I mean, they, they've looked very average as a whole. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, like, everyone went to Kyler. I didn't like him last week, but, like, now at, like, if his ownership is, like, extremely – small this week um against the giants then i i might i might take a few shots yeah and we got we got him uh at let's see where we got him wow can't even see him okay so he's at 1.4 percent. so you're gonna get him for really time no one's gonna play him this week um all right wide receiver let's uh let's take it over there Devontae adams probably gonna be uh the uh, spend up if you can get him and with value popping up, um, you, you can. He pairs perfectly with Rodgers. The guy's just been an animal. Had another 10 reception, 121 yard, two touchdown games, just utilized massively in the red zone. Just, I mean, the guy's a, a beast. He's going for receiver records. Um, Rodgers is going for records. It's just those are the two guys, but he is 9,300. Um, Robbie Anderson will be popular. Him and Kermit's Curtis Samuel. Uh, Allen Robinson is the guy I like a lot. I've said I like Trubisky. I mean, there's just – he's going to match up with Vernon Hargreaves or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's just no one in this secondary now that can, can hold back Robinson. And uh, I think, uh, you know, Trubisky certainly does like targeting him. Um, got, gave him 13 targets against Green Bay. Had seven targets last week. Um, in a in matchup now, it's a little skittish because I like David Montgomery too. But like, I'm not going to play them together. But I'm definitely going to have. You can. Uh, you can. I, I I'm not going to, but I'll definitely have shares of both. I, I'm right there with you on Allen Robinson. Love Allen Robinson this week. Um, Corey Davis, your boy, who made you some money, but like, uh. I mean, it feels like chasing, but it's not chasing. I mean, the guy's been a model of consistency pretty much. Higher target share season. than A.J. Brown on the season. Yeah, and, uh, and he's been very efficient too. Um, 
you know, obviously had a monster ceiling game last week and that, you know, mm -hmm. probably won't happen again, but um, it's prices as, as affordable as someone you can go to for production. Tyreek, I don't know. Um, the, there's monster upside. There's definitely a target floor. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, five out of six games, at least 10 targets. So, yeah, uh, I love Keenan Allen, actually. Yep. I, I like Eckler, but I love Keenan Allen. I like both of those guys, but, like, I had to pick one. It's going to be Keenan Allen. Um, Keenan Allen versus Calvin Ridley? And, and I'll throw out that game last week. Oh, Keenan Allen for sure for me. I just don't – I mean, I, I, I'm not buying, like, the uh, Ridley's just not efficient without Julio. I mean, he did okay the other week with, without him. They just didn't get a lot of volume in that game. Uh, I just, yeah, yeah, it's just whether their offense struggles in general. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think it will. Um, and Gurley is back. Will will be playing. You know they're going to end up giving him stupid carries. But um, Touchdown equity goes definitely down for Ridley now um, because of Gurley. I mean, it's just – I mean, the numbers are still the numbers with, with – uh, um, even after a really, really disappointing game – Keenan Allen numbers are still ridiculous um, mm -hmm. from uh, a, a target share. You know, he's still 28.5% target share, has 133 targets on the, on the season. He's leading the, the NFL in targets amongst all receivers, 90 receptions. I mean, he's, he's came on strong for touchdowns, you know, with, uh, with Herbert. And uh, that's the thing. I mean, he's, he's got such a high floor with his targets and target share, and especially in this matchup and especially with them actually stopping the, like the rushing yards on the, the rushing yard game. So it's going to be short patches passes. Keenan Allen's the guy he's going to get that for it. And if he finds the end zone, he's going to, he's going to go absolutely bananas and go off and have a monster ceiling. So Keenan's probably my favorite number. I mean, I love, if we're talking about price considered Keenan Allen's my favorite my favorite wide receiver play from like ownership and price, everything all, all put together. Keenan Allen. I mean, I love Devonte Adams for sure, but Allen, Allen will, I will have a ton of Keenan Allen this week. Yeah. I can't argue there. I, I you know, <laughs> the guy that you hit on Allen Robinson, we haven't seen all, all, in a lot of Allen Robinson. And I think, um, I think a lot of it is just, you can blame it on the quarterback, right? Again, this is kind of like, what I said about Dallas Goddard last week, uh, Goddard's a stud, <laughs> a legit, legit stud. He's just getting uh, held down by quarterback play. Um, I'll say the exact same thing with Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is an AK guy. He's getting held down by his quarterback. If you believe in Trubisky, then you 100% have to play Allen Robinson. It, they just go together. So I just, Trubisky, believe, in this, I just believe in this matchup that Houston defense is so pathetic. Yep. yep. Um, that, uh, okay. What about uh, the Carolina guys? You brought up Robbie Anderson being a perfect smash, which I agree, but I lean towards Curtis Samuel, like having more like shares Curtis Samuel. Yeah. I just think without C-Mac, we're going to see three to five carries from Curtis Samuel. Uh, we're going to see a lot more unique type of plays of Samuel. Um, whereas I think Robbie Anderson – is is an alpha wide receiver 100 percent um but i think i think uh i can maybe cut out uh more opportunity for samuel 
I think more red zone opportunity mm -hmm. for sure. But Robbie could break one. Um, but, you know, Robbie's going to be the wide receiver. I mean, they're both going to get good, good, good volume. Yeah. They should. So, uh, and you get the price savings with Samuel. Samuel's going to probably be more popular. I don't know. Just because of price. Yeah, let's see what we got him at RG. Oh, wow. Yeah. Samuel, 17.7%. Um, and then that's the number two and number three highest on. Uh, Samuel is uh, number two at 17.7. Robbie Anderson at 14.9. Um, I mean, these these numbers probably aren't very accurate right now just because we only have – I only have like five guys above 10% ownership, which is uh, six guys above 10% ownership, which that doesn't seem right. But. Um, Brashad Perryman on the cheap side is a good play. In my opinion, mm -hmm. um, probably people are going to be talking about him. I'm sure. Uh, DK Metcalf is a grown ass man, big boy play 8,400. He is, I mean, this is every, like I've said this all season. It's like you come in, you, you, you take, wide receiver ones against the jets that's what you do um especially now when they don't you know most of these guys weren't even starting um and they're they're secondary just not talented it's atrocious it's just smooth sailing russ is going to definitely find D dk metcalf early it's just the blowout what's the blowout what's what's the real percentage of the blowout in this game how much do they run Chris Carson? You know, how much is really there for DK Metcalf? I think he's going to, I mean, he's going to have a big first half, I would bet. Um, I still feel like Tyler Lockett is 100% the ball, uh, like the higher target, like more like, hey, on third down and short, who are you going to? Whereas DK is more of the big play guy. So I am concerned that this is a blow, and that's the only reason why DK doesn't get there. But that also can be the reason for the blow, so. Yeah, I mean, and if it stays close, if they're just going to go, I mean, Metcalf is just going to, he's going to beast in this matchup if he gets the opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, Get some shares of David Moore, too, um, if you're doing Russell Wilson stacks. Uh, this guy, he's going to get terrible uh, coverage on him. Uh, he's, he's, he saw a season high last week of 71% uh, of the snaps, 38% routes run. Uh, or 38 routes run. Uh, this this guy is a must play if you like Russ this week, and I'm sure everybody's going to love Russ. So definitely play David Moore. Um, yeah, I can't play David Moore. Dude, he's I, running I, routes versus the I Jets. Just, I, he's running more, routes I, versus yeah, the Jets. Yeah, I hear you. Three wide receiver I just, sets, worry, I just like, it's just, I don't know. With the blowout okay. with Chris Carson and with, I can't see it being like David Moore game. But maybe I'm wrong. I like David Moore in general. Uh, he gets those, he gets those, those rushing, those uh, gadget plays too. He's, he's a cheap piece. You might not, I mean, you definitely don't need, need a David Moore on this slate, right? Because like, if you're, if you're game stacking this, you're probably bringing it back with Brashad Perriman, right? So you don't need, David Moore, I just think it just makes it a little bit more unique if you go uh, double stack. Um, so, like, you go David Moore, and then you grab either DK or Lockett. You have Russ in that lineup, and then you bring it back with Brashad, and then you fill out your lineup from there. Um, Michael Thomas I like. I mean, Darius Slay has just been abused. 
by uh, who was it, Metcalf, Devonte, uh, and now he gets Michael Thomas. If, uh, <laughs> but like Michael, he, I don't know how much they'll put him on Michael Thomas. Or how much, Mike? I don't know. I'm sure he'll get. A, he'll see a lot of Michael Thomas actually, because who else are they going to use him on? But uh, mm-hmm. just another uh, tough matchup for him. But uh, it's just that this target share for. Um, with Taysom Hill, you know, all of the, the target share of, uh, of uh, Kamara is just gone now with Hill. I mean, he's still getting the rush, rushing carries, but he's just not getting the target. It's just complete Michael Thomas. It's like, right. And then you also think about the quarterback on the other side, Jalen Hurts, and how much running they're going to be doing. Let's just, let's just get away. Um, yeah, I know, but like Michael Thomas could certainly his prices come down. He's got a dominant tar- target share. I mean, there's there's ways to spin it, you know, but 38% air yard share, 30% target share last mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah, those are elite numbers. It's just the volume's not there. But his price has come down. Mhm. Uh, who else? Let's fish here a little bit for some more. Tim Patrick, I like. Can't play Devontae Parker with Tua. Uh, the Houston wide receiver situation is interesting. We have a questionable Brandon Cooks and a questionable Kiki Kuti. I believe we're expecting both yeah, of those both, guys to play. They're both expected to play. Yeah, and you have David Johnson out, right? So this is the way I analyze this spot. It's like, okay – add a few more uh, passes, right? So up that pass run ratio. Um, and Kiki, I believe is still underpriced. If, if we can just bring forward like everything that we've seen so far at 5K, he's still uh, definitely undervalued. Brandon Cooks, I think is still uh, undervalued at 6,100. Um, expect, expect him to see um, at least 10 plus targets. So um this is a very easy, easy double stack because the tight ends, I think, are basically unplayable in uh, Aikens and Fells. I don't know if you've been trying to utilize them at all, but it's been a losing proposition. And, uh, and, and you know, Duke Johnson's in play, too, at 4,800. So uh, there's three guys in play, Cooks, Kiki, um, and Duke. Uh, Chad Hansen played a ton uh, last week and got seven targets and five catches, 101. Do you believe that's going to happen again? I don't know, but I think Hanson's. I think he's legit and for real. Yeah, I think his volume is going to be. All right, I'm player profiling him. Let's see what we got. You want the best comparable? Go for it. Jared Abaderis. Yeah, baby. Yeah. No Four idea. five three speed. Uh, he was drafted in the fourth round. Six two two oh two. All right. All right. Measurables aren't bad. Um, let me see here. Oh, uh, Ayuk. Come on. We got to have some interest in Ayuk. I mean, look at his production in the last when he's played week seven, eight, 10, and 13. All mm-hmm. basically 20 fantasy points a game. 5,400. Uh, certainly. Dude, look at the opportunity. Better. Wow. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's had a touchdown in every game. At least 75 yards in every game. The quietest beasting of like anybody is Brandon Ayuk. Uh, huh? uh, Michael Gallup, I like. 
I don't know. There's so many freaking plays this this week. <laughs> there's so many. Like I can go down to the bottom of ownership and take out some, pick so many guys. I like them all still. All right, Gallup or CD? Um, what do you like in between those two? Like Thirty-eight hundred and forty-eight hundred. Uh, I mean, I'll take the cheaper, cheaper Gallup over the big play with the big play upside. But those, they're both could be good. You gotta love the target share that Gallup's been getting. I mean, eleven targets, eight targets, uh, so nineteen targets the last two weeks. Um, and CD has been, you know, pretty consistent, nine, seven, six. So. Yeah, this offense is just running a little bit uh, smoother, obviously, um, getting Dalton back. Yep. Um, anyone else you want to hit on or want to uh, move it over? Um, I do think you this could be the week uh, where we could get some production out of your boy Darnell Mooney for a big deep one. Yeah. I know I like Robinson. I know, but like, if those guys like Moon, like the opportunity will be there against Houston for the long. Yeah, run. I mean, Houston corners are terrible. Um, and again, we've 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 talked about uh, us both really liking uh, that spot. And like that game in general has been. I mean, again, like when you talk, you know, pre-show, uh, I wasn't really on this game, but the more and more I talk about it, the more and more I'm on it. Like, I mean, I love Trubisky this week, so. If I love Trubisky, that means I should up uh, Allen Robinson and the Mooney shares. Um, yeah, I mean, and the price, right? The price is ridiculously good. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, can we talk about Cincinnati? I, I know we kind of touched on that, like when we were talking maybe uh, running back for whatever reason. But, I mean, per dollar, is there a more talented uh, wide receiver core than this? Um like, I mean, obviously, A.J. Green, Dusty at 3K. But uh, a super talented T. Higgins at 4,800 and Tyler Boyd at 4,900. I mean, again, you have nothing at quarterback. But what we saw what Tyler Boyd did. I mean, he took it to the house on one catch for 72 yards. Um, that's all that needs to happen. This Dallas defense is about as bad as it gets. So, I don't know. It, this feels like a spot where this – might be the vomit like plays that you go with, but there's so many good areas. Like you said, I mean, there's so many good spots. I probably can't go AJ green, but I love both, both T Higgins. I mean, no, I mean, I can go AJ green, AJ green's three K. I'll defer to you. Cause I just, just their quarterback is so freaking bad. It's so uh, weird because we've and they're seen. They're so slow and they're, they're just not running any. Now they're so slow and not running any plays anymore. Yeah. We've seen alpha weeks out of AJ, right? I mean, th there's back to back weeks, he saw 24 targets, 11 targets, and 13 targets, right? You get one of those weeks at 3K. I mean, come on, you're printing. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, we've given enough. Um, let's take it over to tight end. Mm -hmm. Uh, Travis Kelsey, the, I mean, this is another guy who's on pace to absolutely, um, smash Kittle's record that, uh, he, he had for, for tight ends. So I assume they're going to keep going with him and I'm assuming he's very cognizant of that. And I'm assuming Mahomes is cognizant of that. Um, and the guy's a beast and that a monster week against Denver last week, um, has pretty much had, you know, he left a lot on the table with Tampa Bay. Um, it was kind of a disappointing game, but still had a decent game. I mean, other than that, you know, four ridiculous weeks, you know, he's just been 
crushing. Um, and he's just a mismatch nightmare for against anybody. Now Miami's a tough matchup, but it doesn't really matter with Kelsey. Um, and there's like no one else. To, I mean, there's, there's Kelsey and there's Waller. Kelsey and there's Waller. That's it. And Waller's come already priced off coming off of that monster game for 48 and what was a great matchup. And we, you know, we did talk about you touched on it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, tougher, much tougher matchup now against the Colts. And uh, right. you just can't, you can't pay 6,800, but they do, they, it still is a positive matchup for him. Um, at least it depends how much they focus on him, but like in his coverage assignment, whoever's, uh, who, who's, he should be matching up with someone, Anthony Walker, which, uh, linebacker who he should have a massive advantage against, but I think they're going to hone in on him for sure. So I, I can't play Waller this week coming after that monster game. But Kelsey, for sure. Hawkinson has a really good, strong matchup against Green Bay, um, especially with uh, Stafford throwing it more. Gronk has been ridiculous and has another good matchup um, uh, against Minnesota. Noah Fant. Um, and then uh, Kyle Rudolph is all, uh, out, right? So is uh, Irv. Irv Smith going to be back? Should be. Yeah. I think. Yep. Yeah, he'll Turn be back in consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 3,100, so he, he's the punt to me. Um, I don't know. Uh, I would kind of want to play. Uh, I think Engram I, I'll play. So my, my pool, if I was making my pool right now, it would be Kelsey Waller, Hawkinson, Engram, Fant, I guess some Hunter Henry just because Atlanta has been brutal against the tight end position, but I just don't believe in it very strongly. Um, but it could uh, Gronk for sure. Hayden Hurst should get a boost with uh, Julio out, at least have some target upside. Hopefully Logan Thomas looked pretty damn good in a tough matchup. Once, uh, once Gibson went down. Um, mm-hmm. Goddard, maybe. And Irv. No. Yeah, no. I, maybe. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah. I, I think you got to avoid this Philadelphia offense until we see a game. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, I'll, I'll just kind of go off. I mean, you're, you're Kelsey Waller. I mean, has there ever been this big of a gap? I guess with two tight ends and the rest of the field. Like, I feel like we do this every week, but yeah, if you pay up. I mean, it's Kelsey or Waller, and I lean towards Kelsey this week, even though I, again, probably want to be under the field on both Kelsey and Waller. Um, I think I'm going to go cheap basically all across the board on most of my uh, builds this week because I'll be paying up for running back and wide receiver. Uh, But, yeah, uh, Robert Tanyan, right? We talked about Rodgers throwing the ball a ton. And it's not like Devontae Adams is having a huge touchdown here. but Tanyan's, Tanyan's like a beast, dude. Like he's literally. Yeah, I think uh, Stern, uh, Sternberger. Chase. Yep. Is, uh, Chase Sternberger. He's gonna. He's out. Um. Yep. And then you know the Dallas offense has not looked good running the ball, but uh, passing ball. Dalton Schultz has always been there, and Cincinnati's been one of the worst versus the tight end. So definitely want to have some shares there. You brought up Hay- the Hayden Hurst. Um, my love for Hayden Hurst uh, is kind of just correlated with Julio being out of this offense. Um, so that's that. And then 
Logan Thomas, like I tried to make it work early in the year and it just wasn't happening. And he needed Alex Smith to come into his life to become uh, the guy that we wanted. I mean, nine targets, caught all nine of them last week for 98 yards. Um, yeah, I mean, he's putting up putting up great stats at 3,300. You just said they're without. They're starting running back who basically I feel like they're going to have to throw the ball more. So m- maybe mix in, you know, an extra target or two for Logan Thomas. Um they're not going to be able to run the ball versus San Fran. I don't think so. They're going to have to pass the ball. Um, so yeah, give me some uh, Logan Thomas. I might say he's my favorite out of the group right now. It's close between him and Hurst. Um, but then like uh, I do like Noah Fant in like stacks. I'm definitely going to, I mean, you kind of talked me into that game at Denver Carolina game and you know, I'm always going to go with like an elite talent. Uh, I'm off on Dallas Goddard. Uh, just obviously awesome dude, just in a terrible situation with a quarterback that we just think is going to run the ball a ton. So, um, that's probably where I cut it off. Um, I, I don't know. Jordan Reed is like always been one of my, uh, favorites. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm 3,500. I'd rather go Dalton Schultz at 3,500 over Jordan Reed. Um, and probably you're going to get similar ownership between those two. So, yeah. Um, and it, yeah. So I think I've said everything. Cheapest guy you want to, you want to punt super punt is uh, Tyler um, Eifert, Eifert's out. Wait, so I'm giving you one. Tyler Eifert's out. So James O'Shaughnessy. Okay. 2,500, um, six th- targets, uh, week 13. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, I think you hit it with uh, Irv Smith though. Irv Smith. Yeah. I'd guy. much rather, much rather Irv, but if you want to get, if you want to start digging. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I've uh, tried the Houston tight ends, and that hasn't been successful. Um, so I'm probably staying away from the Houston tight ends. Um, Mo Alley Cox at 2,500. Um, he, he's kind of he's kind of popping for me in some spots. Uh, had 44 out of uh, 66 snaps last week. We know he's a beast in the red zone. So if you do like this uh, Colts offense, and they got a huge implied at 27. So um, I think that's a great uh, punt if you want to truly punt it. Hey, I, 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 give me a James O'Shaughnessy, baby. Um, all right. All the Irish. All the Irish. Top top stacks. Uh, you want to start? Or? I'll start, sure. Okay. Uh, obviously, the the chalk one is Aaron Rodgers to Devontae. And uh, – you bring it back with uh, either Marvin Jones or uh, DeAndre Swift or TJ Hawkinson. But um, I don't, that's stupid. I don't want to give the, the main chalk one. I mean, I have to, I have to go to, I mean, let's yeah, I'll play, do my, I'll do mine. Play, you think let's about just it. play, let's just play t- Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy B. Okay. And we, uh, I mean, it's so easy to double stack this one. Yeah. Uh, Bridgewater, Anderson, uh, and, and or Davis, but probably not Davis, but probably Curtis Samuel. And then uh, KJ Hamler or Tim Patrick or Noah Fant. Like who, who's our favorite there? For me, I would probably say Tim Patrick, but like for 3K for KJ Hamler, I could, yeah, I could, I could do that for a speed guy and a, and a, and a talks. Yeah. Talks were that he runs a sub four three. Right. 
So and he's got all the speed in the world. Um, I feel like I've I I picked him a few times this year, and he he's been okay. Like yeah, you know, he's not a guy that's going to be a high snap uh, snap guy. He's not going to be a guy that gives you a high target share. You're just hoping kind of that he busts one. So Tim Patrick's the play. That's the one. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, he is wide receiver one uh, at least the last few weeks here. Um, okay, my chalk or my like more chalkier uh, play. I'm gonna definitely invest in the Herbert uh, to Keenan and Mike Williams stack, and then I'll bring it back with either Ridley and Hurst. I know if I go back with Ridley, it'll make it a little bit tougher just because I got such elite. So I, I mean. I'm good with Hurst too. I'm I'm actually good with that four stack right there too. So your three wide receivers would be uh, Ridley, Allen, Williams. Your tight end would be Hurst. Um, still leave a flex spot open for you. Um, cheap stack. Uh, I will. I mean, I might be stepping on your toes here, but I'll go Trubisky with uh, both both Mooney and Allen Robinson. And then again, I'm good with a really fat stack. Um, so bringing it back with both Kiki and Brandon Cooks. Now that would be all four. That'd be all three of your wide receivers in a flex there in that game, which I'm I'm more than okay with. Yeah. I don't know. Can can uh, can Trubisky buoy two wide receivers? I don't think like so. if if Trubisky has I like think his, you, I think you take Trubisky with one wide receiver. Yeah, well, like because if, there, if he, he is had, a threat to potentially run to run right when he had his monster like you know millionaire like was he booing two guys or was it just was it just Allen Robinson? Like I I feel like when he would go off he would have two rushing touchdowns, um, and then have a couple touchdowns and most of them would go to Allen Robinson right so. Yeah, maybe maybe you do a skinny stack with Trubisky. Um, stick with a skinny stack, and you know, and then go from there. But you know where the production's coming from in Houston. I mean, there's three guys. You got Duke Johnson, you got uh, Kiki. You got Duke Johnson ain't doing anything this week. Yeah. That's what my I get, what I, that's my opinion. Yeah, I guess Chad Hansen. Like, I mean, you're you're kind of a believer in Chad Hansen. So, um, all right, are we good? Yeah, man. Week 14. Right. Let's get it. Picked it up with uh, sorry, Tambo, for not being here. Sorry to the listeners. Uh, he let the number one who tuned in to catch the number one Canadian DFS player. But uh, I don't know, man. There's so many plays. My final thoughts here. There's just so many damn plays this week. So just invest your whole bankroll. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to mass enter this week a bunch. Um, and uh, just, uh, correlate my lineups well yeah but uh this has been the uh rg dfs tournament takes podcast and we'll catch you again next week thank you